What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode six of the Be Real podcast with your host, Jose Rodriguez. Today, I'm here with one of my good friends, Brandon Falcon. Hello. You know, we've known each other for a long time. We've had mutual friends. That's pretty much how we met. Um, you were homeschooled kind of most of your life, right? Yeah, most of my life. How was that? And how was it transitioning to like our friend group? How was that transition for you? Like, how'd you meet us? And how, how'd that? Uh... It wasn't really hard because we had like a close friend, Matthew and Mikey. Mm-hmm. And I've known them all my life since I was a baby. So it was a, like easy transitioning to meet you. And I remember like sleeping over a house, sleeping over your like house and everything. And it was like amazing. Like, yeah. We had like fun times. We got into like little fights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know, we were like messing around with. I don't, I don't know her name now, but like Floor, I think. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were messing around with her. And but besides that, like everything clicked with us, I think. Right. No, for sure. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that. So when I was I don't even know what grade we were in. It was pretty early on. And uh, I had like a I little think, paintball party or something. No, no, no. It was like a sleepover. No, it was a paintball party party and it turned into a sleepover. And then we slept over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were in the pool, and, and some little drama was going on, and then you got into it with Matthew. Oh, I remember And that. I was like, oh, man. We were in the pool, and then, like, I don't know, like, like he didn't argument started. I told him, oh, I don't know why I told him. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, oh. I, I think he said something that, like, you didn't want to be known with us because you had just met us, so you didn't want to be embarrassed. And he said something that bothered you. No, it was with, like, I don't know. He, he made me, like, a joke between, like, like those like two girls he said something weird yeah something. i was like then i pushed him and then he pushed me back and all that thing we were like what like 10 years old Dude. 12 years old around yeah there? young very yeah. young very young. i know for sure we're in, still in middle school yeah probably yeah. like eighth grade seventh grade yeah you around know? there and you just like pushed matthew up against the wall uh, and then you, you broke me. one of my tiles <laughs> there yeah, i was I mean, like oh no, man. it was glass i think yeah, 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 up against the wall there. That was so funny, man. No, oh, that's funny. That's so funny. that was basically like one of my first introductions to you. So I was like, exactly. man, this guy doesn't play, you know. <laughs> like, but um, so you pretty much got involved with other schools as well as a baseball player. Yeah, I first started out with Southwest, like mm-hmm. in high school, like their freshman team. I was like in eighth grade. I started out there, and then I was trying to transition to like the um junior varsity. But like my address didn't really match up with Southwest, so I went to, oh. I went to, um, I think Florida Christian. Yeah, and that's what happened. And, and so, the 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 address thing, like that's why you had to transfer to Florida Christian. So yeah, what because were your it's options? like more like a homeschool thing. Like your homeschool, my homeschool was Braddock, mm-hmm. but I didn't really want to go Braddock. Mm-hmm. But I think I spent like a year there playing baseball, like in my ninth grade year, and then I transferred to Florida Christian. And no, no really good friends that you met there, or did you did you hang out with anyone after that, or build friendships there? Or? Um, you remember Umbetico, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Umbetico. Yeah. yeah, he was at Braddock playing? Yeah, he was at Braddock with him playing. That's cool, yeah. He, yeah. he came to Westwood for a little while. He actually DM'd me. He wants to be on the podcast, so for we'll, we'll do one with him, too. He's chilling. <clears throat> yeah, he's funny, man. He's awesome. Yeah. He's always a good time, that guy, you know? But, um, so other than that, you know, like... You were introduced also in our later years, like high school years, when we would have little get-togethers, little parties. You yeah. were always there. You were always a part of it. So, I was always close with Matthew and Mikey. Mm-hmm. Always. I always went to their house. So, like, I was... As soon as they moved in right next door, I was always at their house every, every single day. Mm-hmm. So, everywhere they went, I I wanted to go with them in a way. You get me? Yeah, I get you. So. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about your relationship with them. You know, what was it like growing up with them, neighbors? You're pretty much, well, not growing up neighbors, but at what age did they move in? And you were literally next door neighbors. I think when they moved in, we were like 14, 15. Okay. But like we met because of my mom, because their mom and my mom used to be best friends since high school. Mm -hmm. So that's really how we met. And she's like, I think my godmother. Cool. Her, their mom is your godmother. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. So you guys are have been close since a super young age. Super young. That's awesome, man. Yeah, having uh, friends like that, and then with through that uh, connection, you became a part of our friend group, and all of us exactly. accepted you just kind of like through them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, those were fun times, man. They were High school, fun. you know. We, we, yeah, we, we had some <laughs> funny stories, man. Like they're at the house. I don't remember something. One sometimes something happened one time. When we were like 
something like the cops were gonna come or something like that. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. You don't Wait, remember is it that? Matt Fern's house? I dude, I'm pretty sure it was the Mejia's house. Cops were gonna show up. And like I think you're talking about like junior year, sophomore year of high school high school when they threw that party. And what happened? Like the same Brandon slash like Westwood party. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think because Nick was like on the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nick were was on the cameras and he called the cops or texted Matthew, Oh, no. I'm calling the cops or something like that. Yeah, because I left early that night. That's why I don't remember that part as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like what sophomore fresh um junior year of high school, right? Yeah, probably. That's crazy. Probably. Yeah. No, and I still probably. remember because I, I saw people like going to the house to hook up. And then I told <laughs> and I told I don't know who I told. I think it was Nikki's ex. I was like, yo, there's people in the house. Let's see what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> and then and then I was like, What the fuck are you were doing? Looking for a room or something? Go outside. Like oh, that. To, you said that to those people? I said, there? yeah, because they're looking for a room to like go just, hook up. Because they're just random people. Like random people, mm. random people, random people. Yeah, no, you can't have that. Yeah. And that's what I like about you, bro. If, if you see something that you don't agree with or something that you don't like, you're the first person to say something, I'm you know? I'm big on respect. Yeah. Especially when it's Matthew's dad uh, and I, like, I like Matthew's dad and we've always been close for like years, years, years since I was little. So I didn't want anyone disrespecting their house. Yeah, of course. I treat like I treat their house like my house in a way. Of course. Yeah, you've been you've been friends for so long. Yeah. It's like they're it's like your brothers at exactly. this point. You know, it's a it's a bond that has its problems here and there, but it's never gonna go away. No, you know. I think it will never go away because with me and with them, we have the same mentality. Like when how? it comes to the future and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I like surrounding myself with people that have the same mindset as me. If I don't have the same mindset as you, we, we can never be friends. Yeah, you won't connect on that level. Yeah, exactly. You know, so what? Like, I'll say, hey, what's up, what's up, but it'll, nothing. Oh, after that, it'll nothing be there. Yeah, everything is friendly, and that's everything. a reason why we're pretty good friends too, because we kind of have the same mentality about the future and exactly. want to be successful. So we have that drive. Exactly. So what do you um? You're at FIU now, or? Yeah, I'm at FIU right now, and studying yeah. financing. Oh yeah, how's yeah. that going? Pretty good, pretty good. This is like little tough classes here and there, but like I know I'm gonna get through it. No, for obviously. sure. This yeah. part, like, this part, like the hurdle. You got me. Everyone mm-hmm. has that like hurdle they have to go through and get used to, and I'm like, I'm there. You're there right now. I'm there right now. So it's starting to get a little difficult. The classes require more effort. Yeah, but the thing is, I knew, I knew picking this major, that it was literally the hardest major to like accomplish. I didn't want to take the easy route, because like taking the easy route. Turns into like a bad route in the end of yeah. the day because everyone takes the easy route, so you're not different. And by the hardest major, you mean like the hardest major when for it comes business, to business. Yeah. for business. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I agree. You know, accounting's up there. You know, management's pretty easy. Marketing's no offense to all you management and marketing <laughs> yeah, majors, I but I honestly think that finance is probably the mathematically hardest form of business and business analytics too. Yeah, yeah. Statistics yeah. and stuff like that is tough, man. I, All I care about is literally making a future out of myself. So I went into the advisement office. I'm like, tell me the best de- um, best degrees to get in business. And he told me business analytics or financing. Because yeah. the other degrees are dead because everyone's doing them. Because it's yeah. the easy way out. Yeah. So I, I picked financing because I like numbers. I like money. You get me? Yeah, I get you. Yeah, it's, it has a lot to do with um, like cash flows and, and what you do with the company, with the money that the company is making. It's more of like the, how can I say it, the economics of things. Uh, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Like you're not dealing with companies. Maybe you are dealing with companies, obviously, but it depends what field are you in. You can yeah. be working for the government to see all oh, international trade, all those things. Yeah. You can be a CFO. Of course. Yeah. No, every company needs a good financial, like... Advisor, like, in a way. Yeah, advisor and, and like, backbone, kind of, to, to really manage what the company's doing with its money, you know? I think the main the main goal as a financial advisor is to have ideas and to mm-hmm. adapt. And is that what you're looking forward to being in the future, a financial advisor? Is that one role that you want to take on? Honestly... I don't even know because I'm only 22. You get me? Mm-hmm. And I'm still like studying. Yeah. So whatever life takes me, I can be a financial advisor. I can be a, um, a head of a bank. I'm getting my MBA. And most people in a bank don't really have degrees. And I'm, 
I'm gonna be above them. That's all sure. I think. Yeah, you're gonna get a head start on them. For I can sure. be running. I can be the branch manager, or I can be. I can be a branch manager for like three or four banks. Yeah. I can yeah. be their advisor. I wouldn't mind getting an internship at a bank and seeing like what really goes on, you know, because. You let me tell you this: the past like six months, I've been knocking on doors. I, you know, like all that. All that um, resume things, all that mm-hmm. interviews are online now. Oh, true. Yeah. But I don't believe in all that because, like, hundreds of people put their resume online. So I, I want to be the only person that are knocking on doors. I went to Hialeah, like, three, four months ago, just knocking on doors, knocking <laughs> on doors, knocking uh, on at doors. Banks or at, at banks? Yeah. At banks. And then I look at, like, interviews for, like, from billionaires, millionaires, and they did the same thing, knocking on doors, knocking on doors to get heard, to get heard, and to get heard. 100%. At the end of the day, they became millionaires, billionaires. You get me? Yeah. yeah. So I want to tell my kids, oh, yeah, I, I struggled getting a, a real job and stuff, but, like, at the end of the day, I know, like, my hard work and motivation, knocking on doors, I'll knock on one door, and they will see, oh, this kid is for real about the job. No, for sure. That's 100%. And especially think about it. If, if you're an employer mm-hmm. or someone that's hiring people, who are you going to prioritize more? The kid that actually showed up and put a name to the face, put a face to the name and like introduce himself like a man yeah. or someone that just has ni- a nice little resume online. You yeah, know? true. True, 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 so, true. Yeah, that's a good quality to have, bro. Someone that will just show up because a lot of people don't show up, man. That's one thing I like about you. You always show up no matter what it is. No matter what. Yeah. No matter what. Even like the past two weeks, like this past two weeks, I showed up to one bank with nothing, nothing, no resume because I already sent my resume. I just wanted to see how they were doing. Mm -hmm. I sat there. I was like, oh, I'm really serious about the job. I don't care about getting paid. I just want experience and learn like your business. And I think that stands out the most. For sure. Yeah. Honestly, I think one of the best things we can do is like, get someone that's really experienced in a field that we want to join and just like follow them and learn from them and like understand what it takes to be in that industry. You know, exactly. Yeah. Like right now, if I wasn't so busy with school, I would in Orlando, I would love to get an internship. Maybe I still will, you know, an an internship with a law firm to like, I don't even have to get paid, man. I just want to sit in the meetings and and learn and I'll get you coffee. Honestly, we don't need the money, dude. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need the money. Like, I think what we need first is our education, bro. Yeah, our education. It can be in school, or is it, it can be in an internship because the money can come later. When people focus on the money now, that's when they get in trouble. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then you get tied up in that loop. You get in that loop, and then you become a regular citizen. I mean, regular citizen in a way. Like, all you focus on is your job and not your school, and then sooner or later your school will go. Of course. Yeah, the, the people that kind of stop learning new things and stop growing as a person, mm-hmm. those are the people that stay stagnant in life, I feel, and they stay in that same they position. Stay stuck. And honestly, that's one of my biggest fears. Yeah, I don't want to stay stuck. Bro. You don't want to stay stuck. I don't want to stay stuck. What do you want, bro? What do you what are you what are you envisioning in your head? Can you try to give us a little bit of a of your thought process and like what you envision for the future, what you want to be, what you want to accomplish? I'll start with my like five year goal. My five year goal is Right now, in like a year, I can buy my first investment property. I'm looking in like dayland area. That's what like I want to start out with. Yeah. Like during school, I buy my first investment property. I'm like more than halfway there. Mm-hmm. So I think that will be like my main goal for right now in the past two years. And my four year, like my four to five year goal is to get my MBA. That's that's literally my number one goal right now. And have someone else pretty much rent it out or you rent it out and have someone else pay off that property for you by the time you're no i'm gonna buy the property yeah yeah of course but the but other person that you're renting it to is basically gonna pay it off for you you know basically in 10 yeah. years and then in 10 years i buy another one in 10 years i'm gonna buy another one that's what i want to do so you're into real estate real estate yeah i'm into real estate more like an investment wise yeah of course yeah, yeah. i want to be like that guy that just i don't want to be working for anyone else but me Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I mean, in the beginning, obviously, we have to start somewhere. Yeah. So how long in your mind right now do you plan on working a regular job and saving the money to then do what you want to do? Right now, I'm focused right now on just getting experience. Mm-hmm. Getting experience. And I'm I'm getting into stocks. 
Airbnb, Bitcoin. Have you seen Bitcoin? Bitcoin. 26,000 a share. Highest it's ever been right now. Yeah. Pretty crazy. And look, I told you guys when it was at 3,800. Mm-hmm. You guys missed out. <laughs> but uh, you missed out. Nah. You bought? Yeah, yeah, I bought one. But I'm saying um, at 3,800, now it's at 26,000. It's crazy. I, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I like keeping my things low key. Well, yeah. Like your moves have to stay between you. And why do you believe that? Huh? Why do you believe that? Because other people will affect, kind of affect what you want to do. They'll tell you that it's not a good idea, Brandon or Jose. It's not a good idea, Jose. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should save your money, Jose. Um, you're gambling, Jose. Exactly. And then but it's like, going to get in your head. The learning you know? experience starts now. You get me? You you can make mistakes. You can't afford to make mistakes now, but you can't afford to make mistakes 20 years from now. You get yeah, me? Yeah. That's how I see in life. You have to make mistakes, man. I have That's to. the only way you learn. That's the only way yeah. you get experience. You know? Yeah. Taking losses every now and then, like, I just look at it as a learning experience. I don't even look at it as a loss. You know, like, I bought Tesla years ago when it mm-hmm. was like at three something. And now, how much is it? Well, now it's like at 670 and they did mm-hmm. a stock split. I forgot. I think it's like a five for one split. So it's like five times yeah. triple what, did you what keep I it? paid. No, man, I sold it. When it went down years ago, I sold. I was like, oh, man. Everyone was talking bad on Tesla. Everyone was talking bad. No, that's a new future, though. Dude, but I didn't know that back then. This was like three, four years ago. But you should have did like, your research. Stocks is about reading. Reading. Yeah. Look, um... Uber Eats and Postmates. I don't know who bought each other, but I think Uber Eats pop, bought they Postmates yeah. for $2.89 billion. Right there, the stocks go up. Mm-hmm. Or it can go down, too. It depends, but it went up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Uber's a good company, too. I yeah. like Uber. And I know you're doing business. I think the best thing is to know the stocks and how the market works. When it comes to business, financing, whatever you're doing, business analytics... I think that's the main focus you should do. Reading the Wall Street Journal, what's happening in like the Forbes. I think that's the like the best thing to get knowledge when it comes to financing and whatever you're doing in business. Yeah, I I wanted to get into like day trading for a little while, but then now at this point I'm like, dude, I'm kind of becoming more of a value investor. Like if I see a stock at a good price and I see value in that company, I'll say, you know what, I'm gonna buy it and then hold. Because mm, yeah. you, I don't need that money right now. You know, I don't need it. I don't I don't have to pay that many bills. You know, I don't have to yeah, exactly. spend that much money. So I'd rather have it grow for me while I'm through college. Maybe the, by the time it gets out, it's double. I it's think triple. the best thing for both of us is to literally just learn. Look, you have a computer right there, right? A lot of people don't take advantage of that computer, right? They use it for what? Playing games? YouTube. YouTube. You read the Wall Street Journal and you learn something. For sure. And it's really hard to do that, though. It's easier said than done. You know, you have to build the habit. I think it's more... People say you build. I think you're born with that motivation. Mm. You're born with having your parents tell you, oh, this is what you have to do. You know what? And not that's eat a good point. like garbage. You get me? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, we're blessed to have parents that give us that right mindset in life. Because think about it. Some people don't have that. No, you A don't. lot of people don't. Most people don't have that. Exactly. You know, so. And, you know, those people are the ones that tell you, oh, how come you have so much money? How come this? How come that? Like, what are you doing? You get yeah, me? Because yeah. si- they're sitting in the bed doing whatever. Yeah. But you can be sitting in the bed and sleeping and making money. You <laughs> get me? That's literally how yeah, it is. Yeah, I get you. That's literally how it is. What yeah, you, the... you see all these billionaires. You think those billionaires, like, hedge fund people, they sleep. <laughs> they sleep like us but they sleep in the correct way they put their money so they can sleep making money yeah you get me yeah but obviously you have to start somewhere mm-hmm. because they started somewhere they struggled they struggled like how you're struggling you're struggling how we're struggling so we have to start somewhere and build and never give up you get me yeah the the, fa- the fact that that's even a thing you know like that there's people that have made it from zero from ground zero like zero and have made billion dollar companies. I mean, how could you not take inspiration from that, you know, and, and want to do that yourself? Yeah. Because you could spend your time, you know, researching on these people and blah, blah, blah. And then you, you could absorb that knowledge also and then do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather 
do something with it, you know, and, and make my life better, make my family better. It's something that I think about every day, and I think you do too, and I know that's why we uh, exactly. get along and can have these type of conversations, you know? Because me and you are simple people, you get me? Mm-hmm. Like, I know me and you, right? We, like, joke around. We make fun of people that, like, show off their money. All those billionaires <laughs> and millionaires that have real money, real money, wear the same $10 T-shirt, wear the same, uh, wear the same clothes. They have the same clothes. They don't care about, like, showing off. And look, um, what's that guy? Warren Buffett mm-hmm. drives a $40,000 car, and that guy's worth $60 billion. That's the person I want to, like, be. You get me? I don't want to be the person down the street showing that they have money. Because yeah. sooner or later, all, all those things are going to go downhill because you're constantly imp- trying to impress, 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 impress. And after that, it's not going to be nothing. Yeah. No, I mean, for example, like, as soon as you drive a brand-new car off the lot, what it's like ten thousand dollars less yeah 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 depending on the price yeah maybe even more maybe less you know look let's say you drive a seventy thousand dollar car right how long are you gonna keep that car depends what my idea was when i bought the car you know if i wanted to keep it for a long time and take care of it you know maybe that's me maybe i'm not the best person for this example you know No. okay (laughs) let me give you an example all right give me all right let's say you drive drive a seventy thousand dollar car right in let's say three years, right? In three years, that seventy thousand dollar car would turn into forty five. Yeah, forty five. I think for me, in three years, I drive the seventy thousand dollar car, but in three years, I only spend twenty five thousand. You only spend twenty five. What do you mean? As a lease. Oh, a, a okay. Seventy thousand dollar car is what seven hundred, six hundred bucks a month on a lease. Mm-hmm. But I'm still getting the same brand new car every th- three years. But yeah. it's only going to cost me $25,000 for three years. That's the same That's the same cost that it depreciated for you. Yeah. You're yeah. You're basically paying for the depreciation. Basically. Yeah. yeah. It's like a calculation. But I'm getting a brand new car every exactly. three years. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about the liability of if the car breaks down exactly. or blah, blah, blah. You know, if you have to sell it afterwards, that's a whole nother house. And then you have to buy another $70,000 car. You got me? Yeah. No, there's no way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of leasing too, man, because, I mean, what's the point of, you know? A car? What's a car? You get me? A car is what? To show off? To get you from A and B to C? Mm-hmm. And you, what? You can drive a $20,000 car and it'll still get you from A to B. I get or you. Or to C. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But that's all for posers. That's why I like <laughs> you. That's why I like everyone that I have around me, because there's no posers you got me yep we're real this is not gonna make us this shirt is not gonna make us oh this gucci shirt these gucci shoes are not gonna make us as a person you know what's gonna make us the person as a person making wise decisions this is not wise decisions or this is not wise decisions i get you yeah the, the people that get the money and then as soon as you get your money you increase all your costs you say okay i'm making this much now so now i can afford this car i can afford this i can afford that by the time you that's know, when you, you can't mess, afford that. That's, you can't that's afford you, that. You that's know? why you mess up. Yeah. That's how you mess up. When people get the money, they think about, oh, I can buy this. I can buy that. I'm going to go buy this. I'm going to buy that. That's how they mess up. And then you keep on exactly. staying broke. That's why I'm talking about investment. Let's say you spend $70,000 on a car, right? Mm-hmm. You can use that $70,000 in an investment that will give you $2,000 a month. For sure. For sure. For life. No, 100%. For life. For 10 years, 20, 30, 40 years, $2,000 a month. That 70000 hasn't gone away. No. It's, if you want to sell it, that $70,000 is right there. Exactly. And it could be even more if the, ho- yeah, if the house. 100%. If we're talking real estate, you know. And, yeah, 100%. Uh, it appreciates in value as time goes on. 100%. You know. What do you think? That there's going to be a little real estate market crash? The interest rates are really low right now. Have you been paying attention to that? Yeah, I've been paying I think it's so easy to buy houses. That's how. That's what happened to. Oh, that's what happened in 08. Mm-hmm. Everyone can buy a house. You get me? But like we're in that ten year mark. If you read, every ten years, the market crashes. The real estate market. The real estate or anything, or stock market or stock market can crash every ten years. It can. It can never go. Keep on going up. You get me? Yeah, there always has to be a crash. Yeah. We can never. We can never be number one forever. You get yeah. me? course now yeah it could be true that right now since the interest rates are so low people are buying properties buying properties and then guess what they can't afford them 
and they end up foreclosing on the home or, or whatever. Yeah, and then that's when we need to come in and take exactly, that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then we become the next. You get me? Yeah. That's why it's good to save and, and just be prepared and read and learn. You exactly. Know? Instead of spending our money. We don't have to focus on spending money now. You know what we have to focus on? What? Getting our degree, learning. And then when all these things start crashing, that's when the new generation comes in. But the new generation are just focused on the computer, getting a new car, getting the new shoes, getting the new this, getting the new that. But they lose sight on the real thing mm-hmm. that you can hold that will last forever. You get me? Like yeah. a house, like anything. You get me? So what do you think about this upcoming generation? What do you see in the kids? You know, I know you have a younger brother. So yeah. what do you uh, do you have any opinion on these kids? Because I know a lot of kids are like kind of they're closed. I think. Mean? Like, they're closed-minded, a lot of people. Like, they don't share the same visions we have. But, like, this, the kids our age, too, don't really share the same vision. Mm-hmm. We're just raised correctly. Hmm. I, I get think. you. So you think that there's still good kids out there that oh, are raised the same way and, uh, and they're just not the majority anymore? But, like, 90% of people are literally focused on showing off to people. Yeah. That's the social media world that we live yeah. in now. But look at the things we wear. Look at the th- things we do. We don't have to show off to anyone. I I know if you want to, you can go to the Gucci store. You can go to the Louis Vuitton store. You can do this and that. But that's not important to us. Yes or no? Yeah, of course not. It's not. Yeah. For example, I have a lot of money in my in the market right now. Yeah, exactly. So if you ask me, yeah, I'm broke. I have no money to spend. Yeah. But I have a lot of money in the, in the market. Isn't that matter of money to spend some money to grow you can have money there sitting and just spending it but you don't have the money there that are, that's staying there to grow you get me yeah. i think i think it's better to have money investments than have money in the bank 100 percent. no no get your money out of the bank man put it to no, work no because but- you see that every every time you go on your phone you see it there you see it there so you're like shit i have ten thousand Shit, I have a hundred thousand. Shit, I have two hundred thousand. Let me go here. Let me go here. Let me go here. For sure. But if you don't see that shit, I have all my money tied up to this one thing that might fail or it might make me a millionaire. Yeah. No, I mean everything is risky in life. Everything. But all you need to do is get lucky one time. Bro. One time. <laughs> one time, and that's it, dude. That's it's why you have to deal. prepare and be ready for whatever could happen. You know. Yeah. You always have to have an emergency fund. Always, know? always. You always have to have. What I actually learned as being a financial advisor, I worked for that company. I tried to get you a job at the at the yeah. firm that they have down here. Yeah. Um, you should have at least three months of your expenses that you use to live for those three months in your savings, just in case you lose your job, just in case your investments go down, just in case anything happens in life because it's life. You know, something is going to happen. You're talking about the insurance investment thing? I put in like... A good like eighty percent of my money. I'm not gonna give you a number, obviously, mm-hmm. but like, it's giving me two thousand dollars a year. Two thousand dollars a year, so it's probably like two or three percent interest rate. Okay. So, so I don't have the money here to spend. You get me? I have it like in like a life insurance or like something insurance for it to be three percent. That's it keeps it there. Yeah, and it's just growing slowly. It's growing and slowly. You have it there. You could access it when you want. Exactly, to. exactly. Right now, we don't need like a regular job to provide for ourselves. You get me? Yeah. All we need to do is literally make the right moves, like little moves like that, so we can just focus on our lives. You get me? Of course. Yeah, it's so hard because like, um, it's so hard to keep up to date and make every right decision. You know, you're gonna mess up. Oh, 100%, yeah. And that's just what makes you better. You learn from that. You take that L and you move on. What's the worst money you spent? Dude, I don't really spend that much money, man. No, you, you always or have that one. investment that I messed up on. Anything. Anything you messed up on. To show off investment, you spent, like, stupid money. Well, I'll talk a little bit about an investment choice that happened recently this year. Mm-hmm. I had, a, like, a notebook during the pandemic when the market was just down. Yeah so, yeah. so the market was down and well, coronavirus. Yeah. That's why it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it was down. And I mean, like when you're there in the moment and I'm a young kid, you know, I have never been through a stock market crash. Exactly. You know, I've, this is new to me. 
So the market was so low and I was like, man, I kind of understood that, you know, maybe I'll buy some of these. So I bought some airline, I bought some uh, cruise line companies, I bought some airplane provider companies, you know, just in that recovery stock. Um, and then I bought it at a good price and I wrote it down in my notebook like, oh, I bought these stocks at this price and it continued to go down. And I was like, dude, I, I honestly just panicked and I sold it. But if I would have held on to what that price was where I bought all these stocks, I would have easily quadrupled my money right now if I were to sell right now because the market's up right now. Yeah. Easily quadrupled my money. That's a problem with stocks. A lot of people want the money right now, but it's like a process. It's like two, three, four-year process. You oh, get me? Yeah. Yeah. It could be a it's lifetime. Like a, it's a long-term investment of stocks. That's how I'm looking at it It's now. not fast money. No. That's we're we're just too young to understand that. Mm -hmm. Like back then, we were too young to, you were too young to understand Tesla, the mm -hmm. stocks and stuff. But now, going through school, reading more, we understand that stocks is a lifetime thing, is yeah. a ten year thing, is a five year thing, nothing less. That's the way to do it. That's the way to be successful because like, if you miss out on one good day, and you happen to have just sold that day. That one good day could screw you up for the rest of your investments in these companies. Like one good day of the stock market, if you miss out on that, I think it, it said that like if you missed out on like the five best days of the stock market within the last like 15 years, like you would be breaking even just on missing out on those five best days. Mm -hmm. That's how important it is just to buy and hold. Yeah. You know, don't worry about that selling off when it's down, buying when it's. Or, or selling off when it's up, buying when it's down. Like, we're, we're not good enough. To have that. We're not good enough at that. Yeah, we're too young for that. Yeah. If it fails, it fails. You get me? But Halidao, like, the tenth, the eleventh top company will fail completely and lose our all our money. Yeah. We just have to ride the wave. Ride yeah. the wave. That's how stocks is. Yeah, for sure. And uh, let's go back. Talk a little bit about your uh, baseball career. Baseball? You know, I know you played college baseball. Yeah, I played I played fall, my first year of fall in ASA College, mm -hmm. and they registered me. And after that, I decided, I was like, oh, I don't think baseball is, like, the right, like, career path for me. I think I should, like, focus on school and something that, like, I can hold at the end of the day. Oh, this is my bachelor's degree and whatever, whatever at the time. Yeah. I think that was the wisest decision I made instead of, like, continuing wasting my time in baseball. And I mean, that had to be a little sad. Oh, hundred percent. You know? I started playing baseball at four years old, Jose. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's sad. And like, when was the day where you realized that kind of like, okay, my life is going in a different direction now. I'm not. I'm no longer an athlete. Like I, I realized, like, I'm more like a real person. I don't like daydreaming. So I look at things how they really are. Mm -hmm. You get me? Mm -hmm. And um, as soon as a month stepping into the field with college players, they're as good as me or better than me. That's how it is in every college field. They're just the best of the best, you know, the best around. Best around, basically. And I was in Miami. I was not up north with um, white people that, like, <laughs> you get me? Or whatever. Yeah, I, get you. I get you, I get you. I was like... I know what you mean, you know. I was literally in Miami, in Miami competition, and there's no competition like Miami. Yeah. You think Miami is one of the top places for baseball and baseball, everything, I think everything as soon of as you all go the up Latinos. North, exactly. Mm -hmm. I think I think Miami, if you're if you're not good, you can't stay in Miami. You have to go up north in like a small town like people do in like D2, D3 yeah. or Juco. Yeah. But I stayed in Miami because my parents didn't want me leaving to go away for college and stuff. They, won't, they still wanted me here, so I stayed over here. I got, like, two or three offers to go away, but my parents told me, oh, oh, I want you here, this and that. I think it's the right decision, so I listened to my parents because they know more than me. Yeah, of course. So, um... Did you want to go away a little? I I don't know. I, I just didn't find the... I prefer being here. Mm -hmm. I have no interest because as soon as you go away, you're going to lose track. I get you. You're going to lose track because you have no guide. Yeah. I know, like, 
like that's why I said before, regular citizens. Regular citizens citizens tell you, Oh, you're by yourself, you can do whatever you want, Brandon, this and that, but like that doesn't interest me. You mm. get me? So how how do I wanna you... be in the right track. I don't wanna go if I, I know I have to go right, I don't wanna go left. I get you. You wanna stay on track, you don't wanna get yeah, left behind, don't. you don't wanna I don't. What do you think that is? What do you think that thought process is? Something that your parents taught you in a way? My or? parents taught me to sacrifice this much of your life. So you don't have to sacrifice all this. Imagine if you party just this much. This much of your life that matters. You have to sacrifice and struggle the rest of your life. But no, you have to like literally struggle and sacrifice in this little time you have. So you can live good the rest of your life. So you're a strong believer in that. Oh, 100%. Everyone can agree. Yeah, it's kind of like an investment as well. You're investing it, your time. You're investing your and life. And obviously, some people will disagree with me saying, oh, you're only young once. All those people are <laughs> not going to do anything with their lives. Yeah. You, or if they do anything, is lucky. Mm, I get you. Yeah, you could still have fun. You know, you could still have fun and, and do monitored. all the things that you want to do. Yeah, it just needs to be in moderation. Moderation, yeah. You know, a lot of people are really good at balancing their lives and still get a career. You know, I know you have a girlfriend, so obviously mm. I have had a girlfriend for some years. And you can see it's the best decision we ever made, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that takes a lot of your time, you know? Get what do I, you what do you like about having a girlfriend? I think having a girlfriend is someone that knows you completely, mm -hmm. right? And that will like help you go the right path because they care about you. Yeah. If that person's not helping you going through the right path and motivating you to do better, you don't have the right one. Of course, I get what you're and saying. And I think I have the right one because she pushes me to do things. I push her to be better, too. So I think it's a good balance. You get me? We motivate yeah. each other. No, and I know sure. you and Gabby motivate each other, too. For sure. Yeah, you need someone in life that has your best interest in mind. And so what would you, what advice would you give to people if they think that they're like, hey, man, maybe I'm not in the best relationship right now because we don't focus on goals and we don't focus on succeeding with each other and have you ever been in a relationship where it kind of like drags you down in a way? Oh, a hundred percent. We always have one of those, right? That's mm -hmm. like a toxic relationship. That like, <laughs> like the other person doesn't understand each other. Like they don't understand each other. So I'm saying like in a way to like put yourself first if you're having that struggle. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people put the other person first. Mm. Say, oh, what am I doing wrong? This and that. At the end of the day, you're not doing anything wrong. It's just like you you guys are not like in the same mentality. Yeah. And it's really hard to realize that in the moment, you know? 100%, yeah. So what do you like? Because you're pretty much sometimes blind to the fact that what you're getting involved in is not good for you. It's not good for your future. It's not good for your life. What would you say to a person that's kind of like ha low-key has that feeling but then doesn't do anything about it? What do you mean doesn't do anything about it? Like doesn't split up with the person, you know, maybe they, they feel that they, that it, it's their fault, you know? I think they, they have to stop thinking that way and just focus on themselves. You get me? Mm -hmm. If you don't want to get rid of the person and you still want to be with that person because you love them at the end of the day, mm -hmm. I think you, sh you have to focus on yourself and your future first, because if you take all your energy to that person that makes you miserable, it's not going to work. I think you have to focus on yourself, focus on building you, focus on building your future. So, so like you have other things to worry about, not like the negative things. I don't like dwelling on negativity. I like dwelling on positivity yeah. and dwelling on like the future, how I want to take myself. I yeah. don't think someone should be dwelling on negativity or dwelling on a situation that you can't help. Yeah. Where you put your energy is very important, especially at this age. You know? 100%. Because if it, if it doesn't go into something productive or something that's going to last, it's going to go into something negative and you're going to lose it. 100%, yeah. And your time and effort kind of just goes to waste, you know? Yeah. It's a sad thing for a lot of people, man. It happens a lot at our age, you know? We see people in relationships that we're not, like, it's none of your business at the same time, you know? If they come to you and ask you for help, like, I, I'm more than glad to, to give advice to anyone and learn from people and just, because you never really know what's going on. But you could see it sometimes that there's bad relationships that people just shouldn't be in. And, and it, it usually doesn't work out. It doesn't. You know, time will tell. And sometimes you can't tell them anything. You just have to give them clues like, oh, so-and-so, can you 
just focus on yourself a little bit. Just like stop focusing <laughs> on negativity. You can't tell them like, oh, you're such girl- a hard thing to bring you up. You can't say, oh, break up with your girlfriend. Then they're gonna be like, oh, like, oh, you're not supporting me. Oh, this or that. You get me? Yeah, of course. Yeah, and and that goes into other parts of life as well. If you see one of your friends partying too much or doing drugs or some some bad path in life, you gotta kind of. I not- think that's a difference. Like with me, if I see people doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to associate myself with them. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, let's say, I know this is stupid to say. You have to, you have, to have the same mentality as me to join my table hmm. in life. I, w- I want to have six people, seven, eight people that have the same mentality as me that, that I can grow with. Mm-hmm. So you can sit down part of the table. Like, as like a friend group, as like a business partner. I don't care if it's two, three people. But I'm still surrounded with the best. I don't want to be surrounded with people that are still immature, talking bad about people, doing this, doing that, mm-hmm. doing drugs, drinking, going to clubs. I don't care about going to clubs. Do you care about going to clubs? I don't care about going I clubs. think it's a waste of time and waste of money. Yeah. When it comes down to it and you look, you look at it as an objective, like in an objective perspective, it does nothing for you. It does nothing. Like it, you're around people that are not really your friends. You're spending money that you don't have, and you're going to go to sleep late. You're going to wake up late the next day. You're going to be hungover. There's no winning in that. I don't see a win at all. No. You get a couple good pictures, maybe. You have a, you think you have a good time, and then you feel and like you crap show the off, next day. And the whole entire thing comes down to is showing off to people. That's a showing off move. That's where you think the root of that showing mentality off. is. Showing off. If you have a little bit of money, you know what you, a regular person does? They buy a table for, let's say, what, 500 bucks. And they're like 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's wasting money for no reason. What? To show off to this guy that I don't even know. Showing off to, to this girl that I don't even know. Yeah. For what reason? Yeah. And then the next day, That's the problem with our society matter. right now. Is the video games. Is a matter of showing off. I think people think showing off is, is a thing to be, for you to be accepted to yeah. places. Being accepted to a family. Be accepted... For a parent to like you, I think that's the new thing for now to show off the little money that you have so people can like you. Yeah, and then I mean, because literally, this is how it is the people that show off is the, is the people that don't really have it because hmm. they true. have to prove a point. I get you. And whoever is watching this, learn <laughs> from it because if you're the person that shows off, you really don't have it because a person that really has it doesn't have to show off. Mm, that's some good advice right there. What, what would you tell those people for advice just to, huh? to get that, get, get out of that group, you know, get out of that circle that you're in. Cause those people are not uplifting each other. You know, those people are just bringing, bringing each other down, going out, spending money. It's not a, it's not, it's not a interesting to me. No, it's not. I'm thinking of a different word, but you know, it's not intriguing. It's not like attractive to my lifestyle. It's you not. Know? Yeah. You have to have that mentality in life, man, to do good things with your money, good, do good things. And then do you think there's also people that kind of see those posts and see those and be like, man, this guy's living the life. You know, I want to do that. Like when, like think that's of Dan super, Bilzerian. That's superficial. Dan Bilzerian mm-hmm. is a person that was renting all his things to show off to people. Oh, look, I'm with girls. Oh, this, I have this million-dollar lifestyle. But at the end of the day... He's renting everything. I'm not saying he doesn't have money. Obviously, he has money mm-hmm. to be renting $700,000 for a day for a yacht or a week mm-hmm. and spending $200,000 in a mansion that costs $70,000, mm-hmm. $70 million. I mean, mm-hmm. you obviously have to have money for that, but you're posing for pe- you're posing to people that have more money than you. So you can say, oh, I have it like you. 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 But really, you don't have it like that. Yeah, but I- that's how people go broke. They... To show, they show off to people that have more than them. Yeah, but the Dan Bozerian isn't a good example because that guy posts and makes money on Instagram as well. You know, so no, his um company, mm-hmm. he fired his CFO or or his president of his company because the president was telling him, "Oh, you can't do that. This is not a business expenses. You're getting in trouble. You don't have that much money." He fired him because he was looking out for the company. Mm. So. So that means he doesn't really have the money to be spending it like that. Because he had to use the company to do the things that he wanted to do. Exactly. If you look up any YouTube video about that, it comes out. Hmm. 
Yeah, I have I have no idea. Every expense he had in houses and boats and parties, this and that, came out of this company. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, That's, I never heard of that. Yeah, it's true. You can look it up. Yeah, and man, the club life, it's addicting. You know, the gambling life. I know he was a poker player or a gambler or something. Mm-hmm. It's addicting, man. Super. So people get caught in that. And I mean, it's really hard to dig yourself out of that. You know, especially when those are all your friends. Like those, if y'all, if all your friends are only friends that you see at the club, like you don't have any real friends, man. You have to start cutting them out. I know it's hard because you know them for a while. If you still have those people, you're not really growing. I know there's still there's like four or five people that I stopped talking to and hanging out with because they weren't growing as people. And I know you you have the same situation with so, your life. So what do you think? A real friend is what do you what's a real friend to you a real friend is a person that not follows you in a way but has the same motives as you that literally will do similar things like you're doing to build themselves up like let's say that person is in engineering he does everything possible to get that engineering degree Mm -hmm. i get i do everything possible to get my mba degree Mm mm-hmm is a person like that that has the same motive to be someone in life. I don't want people around me that go to clubs, that buy in the Gucci store, or buy Louis Vuitton. Why? You, you feel that you can't trust those people in a way? No, because all they care about is money. Mm. If if that's the only way to impress you, I don't want you around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like you have a strong opinion on that. You know, what, where, where do you think that comes from? That comes from, like, all my life. Like, I have a family member... That wanted to always live in Coral Gables, always wanted to drive the expensive car. You know what? In 08, he had no money saved up and he lost his house. He lost everything. Hmm. And that stuck with you somehow? Like, how did you know this person or it had a big impact on it you? It was one of my family members. That's mm-hmm. w- that's what happened. Okay. So that stuck by me. It's like, oh, why do I need to show off to you? What are you going to do for me? I get you. And you're going to show off to the wrong person. And that person, you're going to keep on showing off and showing off, showing off. Sooner or later, you're, you're going to have zero. And that person has more. You get me? Because mm-hmm. he just has more money. You're just, people sometimes shows off to people that have more than them. And that's the problem. If you show off to people that have more than you, you're, you're going down. You're going downhill. Yeah. And so what if people say, hey, Brandon, I'm not spending all my money. I just like to go out and have a good time, bro. What's wrong with that? No, nothing's wrong with that. We just have different opinions. Mm -hmm. You get me? And like my friends don't think that way. Yeah. My friends think about the next move, not going on a Saturday and get girls in a club. This and that. I don't have none of those friends around me. Yeah. It also comes with having a girlfriend. In a way, you know, we're not. I think a girlfriend, it's not a matter of having a girlfriend. It's a matter of being more, like, focused. Mm-hmm. I know, like, you can party and do whatever you want, but it's not really for me. I'm, my next move, what I'm thinking about is not going to a club. What I'm thinking about is buying my first investment property. That's literally what I'm focused on. Yeah. I'm not focused on showing off to this person, that person, this person. Because at the end of the day, if, I, if they're showing off to me, I know I'm better than them. Hmm. That's how you feel. That's how I feel. I get you. Yeah. If if I I barely known you, only met you twice, and you're already showing off to me, I already know I'm better than you. Hmm. Why do I need to show off to you? I know it bothers me a little bit. It's normal. Oh, sh- oh crap! This and that. But you, if you think for like ten minutes, five minutes, you know he's showing off for a reason because you're number one. Hmm. That's literally how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you encountered that recently when someone's just every day? For real, every day. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like Same shout names. out someone, <laughs> but like, it's pretty weird nowadays how people are. <laughs> pretty weird. Pretty weird. Like what? What, weird. what? What's weird? What's weird about it? What's weird? What's weird? How can I say it? How can I say it? How can I say <laughs> it? Um, let's say you're dating a girl, right? All right, I'm dating a girl. You're dating a girl. And I just started dating a girl. Yeah, you just started dating a girl, right? And then you only went on like three or four dates, right? Okay. I know you can do it, but would you buy her a diamond ring and Louis Vuitton heels? And you only met the parents twice, three times? 
So it's it's not a serious thing. No, I barely know her. No, barely. I don't know her from the past. It's just you, let's three, say four max, dates. It's a random max, girl. Max two months, and you only went on four dates with her. Two, three times <laughs> to the movies and one time to Miami Beach. I would absolutely not do that. You never. wouldn't, right? Never. Never, 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 right? A ring, first of all, is like a is like a sacred thing to me, in a way. You know, a ring is not a like comparable to a necklace or a bracelet or a watch or something that like a ring has a meaning, you know, like you want to marry this girl. If you buy her a ring, mm-hmm. the shoes. Okay. You want to flex buy a girl a pair of shoes. Cause you think you're baller. Do you bro? You know, do you, but at the end of the day, those people are not really for us. You get me? Hmm. They don't have, they don't share the same mentality. That's what I'm trying to say for us. In what way? Like, like want, being want you to friends succeed. with them. Mm-hmm. Like we say hi, what's up, and like oh, whatever, 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 garbage. But like our mentality is not that way. You know what we're gonna spend our money on? On the next big thing, not something that like is pointless, that's superficial. Yeah. I think in every if you have a relationship, you can't start with superficial things. Hmm. You can't be materialistic in the because relationship. You can't. You really can't. You can't build a foundation on that. You can't. Mm-hmm. You have to build a foundation. When it comes to like your personality, if you like her personality, oh, like I can, I can see you every day, this and that. But it doesn't have to be gifts. Like we just enjoy our company. Yeah, exactly. You get me? Yeah, I totally get you. I want, I want a person to like me for who I am. I want the girl's parents to like me for who I am as a person, what I bring to the table, how I treat their daughter, how I motivate their daughter, how I help in their family, how I contribute to their family in a way. I, get what I, you're I don't have to contribute in buying two thousand dollar, three thousand dollar gifts because I know I can, but there's no need. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, no need. I mean, that comes later on in life. I feel there's you know? always I mean, what's you the, have to build up. Yeah, build up. Yeah, if you start up here, they're mm-hmm. never gonna expect anything less moving nothing, forward. You nothing, know, nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, you can't just start off buying girls this, buying girls that. You know, like it just it's never gonna work out for you. Your 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 relationship is based on material items Mm -hmm. and i mean that happens a lot man you see a lot of older guys with with younger girls you know buying them things taking them places you know it's just a lifestyle that they chose man they got caught up in that lifestyle yeah it's a sad thing you know i feel like i'm more of a family guy you know i want to build something that's real i don't want to have to to buy my way through girls or or people to like me you know it's just not but that's that's the beauty of things. That's why, like, me and you are friends. You get me? That's why me and Matthew are friends. Mikey are friends. Because, like, we share the same entirety. Mm-hmm. You get me? So I think, like, that's the way to go in life. You, you want someone to like you for who you are. To invest, in, to invest in you because they like who you are and what you bring to the table. Yeah. Not because you have this. Not because you have that. Not because, oh, I drive a car. Oh, because I buy this and that. And because of what I wear. I want someone to like me for who I am as a person and what's up here. Yeah, whether that be friends, family, everything. relationships, everything, just everything. overall. Everything. That's the best way to go about it in life, I feel, you know, because if if you have people around you that you feel like might stab you in the back, oh, you know, I or never or, have them around me. You can't. You can't. You can't. Or if they bring you down and they and like you know someone if you hang out with them that you'll lose focus because you're hanging out with them because they don't have mm. the same vision. You have to let all those people go. It's a sad thing, man. 100%. You know, some people that you thought you would be friends with for a really long time, it just, you both choose different paths and, you're, and your life goes on. And yeah. life moves on. The next day happens. Next day, next day. You, yeah. you don't communicate anymore. And usually, you do better. You know? Mm-hmm. You do better with uh, without those people in your life. It's a pretty crazy thing, man. What do you think about that? What do you think about the friendships that you have now? Like, who who would you say is a is a, not who would you say, but what would you say you like about having a close group of friends and focusing on business, focusing on succeeding in life? What do you think that does for you long term? Long term? Yeah. Um, I don't think it does anything with long term having friends. I think it comes from within. Like, there's some people that have more motivation than other people to do better. Mm-hmm. But like, is 
but like I don't find having a friend to be more to help me be more motivated. That's really? Com- no, I don't y- think so. For real, I get motivated by people. I get motivated by you talking to me about business. You say, "Hey, man, learn from you." You know, I talk with you. Okay, but what are you gonna do different? If let's say we're done talking and I leave, what are you gonna do different? Listening to me right now, dude. It will spark me up. I swear. Some it will. people, some people will be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah," and not do anything. You get me? That's not the people you need to be around. Oh, man. obviously not. Yeah, I'm a doer, bro. Like, if you want to go to, I go to the gym every day. If you want to go to the gym, I'll go to the gym. You mm-hmm. know, we used to work out all the time. Now I work out at FIU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you been working out recently? Like, what's been your? Uh, how hard is it getting back into working out? I don't think it's hard, honestly. It's just mm-hmm. like a mindset. When it comes to everything, everything is like a mindset. You think it's mostly mental? Mental. Working out is very mental for you. A hundred percent mental. And like mental. every time, like your body says stop, you keep on going. You keep mm-hmm. on going. Like I know, like working out when I'm lifting, right? Mm-hmm. I lift, and like I, you know, like when you can't anymore, it's like no, no, I can do two or three more. You get me? And you do two or three more. Mm-hmm. It's more like a mental thing, and that burn will get you. To the next that's level, what next you. level, yeah. and that comes, and that's to do with life too. Like if you can't anymore, no, yes you can do more. Yes you can do more. Mm. I think working out and playing sports is a good setup for life. Yeah, yeah, it teaches you disciplines that you wouldn't learn otherwise. Exactly. You know, so exactly. That's really important, man. Like getting people involved in sports, get being a part of a team. It's kind of like the same thing in life. You know, you have people in your, in your baseball team, for example. You all want to achieve a certain goal. You all want to win. You all want to get stronger. You want to get better. You want to go to college. Yeah, you know, exactly. being around that group is motivating, bro. How could you say you don't get motivation from... And also, it's not the the people around you, like the team. Mm-hmm. It's also the coach. Mm-hmm. You remember our coach from Westwood? All he did was put us down. Mm-hmm. Called us losers, did this and that that's not the leader there there's always has to be a positive leader in a group yeah for the team to achieve what they have to achieve if you don't have that leader it's done we had we had a dream team in senior year Mm -hmm. you know what messed us up the mentality of the coach Hmm. he had things against us so he put another person to pitch our last game instead of our ace to pitch and that's what really messed up our leader i i won't say it's not completely our fault obviously we didn't come to play mm-hmm. but i'm saying the pitcher that we put didn't have enough experience and what final game was this where what was this um, um it, it was a district final okay this like, is to go to against brito to go to regionals i think regionals something okay. like that but and what happened like what this this I, was the most important game who are you playing against um brito brito okay yeah set the scene what was going on what would you have done differently? You know, what, what were you if doing? I was the leader, sure, I, I'll pick eight of my best players to play for the first five innings, six innings, not because not put someone not experienced because you don't like a person hmm. or like a player. It's not about favoritism. It's about who can lead, who can accomplish that goal better. And why do you think he he made that decision? I think he just had he, all the seniors knew. That the coach had something against them. Hmm. And had this been building up over years? Like, how long did you have this coach? Like, what? Why I, do you? Why do you feel that way? Because I know the previous podcast, it's come up as well. Because um, I think the coach was jealous of us. Because hmm. he was never as good as we were, hmm. and motivated. I know, like we f- fooled around, but sports is about having fun. If you're not having fun, you can't do your job correctly. That's why in every business, there's always an activity between working and continue working. There's always activities to get yourself motivated, mm-hmm. to get yourself happy. And you saying- can't just work for 10 hours straight. In between, there has to be some activity. So like, like a raffle, like mm-hmm. um, lunch, let's say. Like taking your coworker to like dinner or lunch or whatever, treating them, you get me? So they can feel like they're getting appreciative. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's really important uh, to love what you do. Exactly. And if you love it, you can put in hours, you can put in the time. 
that's why that's why the people that are the most successful they usually love what they do 100 percent, yeah they're yeah. not doing it for the money and you guys loved baseball yeah and this leader of the team basically is supposed to be your role model guiding you through these hard times making right decisions in the moment mm-hmm. and you feel that that just wasn't the case that wasn't the case and you guys think you would have done better um, if we had a different coach, a hundred percent. And you feel that if you might have even won states, like how good was the team? Like we we had like seven commits that year. Our starting lineup was already committed to a college, hmm. and everyone was not selfish. You get me? Everyone was playing for the team. Yeah, yeah. You all worked together. All made each other better. We're, all had that same you, energy. You, you knew them. Yeah. So they were, uh, we're we're a really close team. Yeah. There was nothing between. There was no tension between no, the guys. Nothing, there nothing. was no drama. Nothing. Nothing. You know. Yeah, that's really important to have, man. Because when you have teammates that don't like each other, like in basketball or something, they won't pass each other the ball. You know, they won't want to pass the ball to this guy, or you only pass to these certain shooters or whatever. It really could have a big impact on a team. And you guys were close, always going out to eat afterwards, you know, hanging out, working out together. Everyone was motivated on that team, man. I remember there was a lot of hype around it. Yeah. I wasn't that involved with, uh, like, getting to know the game of baseball that much. So I couldn't really tell you how good everyone was, but I could tell there was a good chemistry. Yeah. So what was it like being a part of a team like that when you don't go to the actual school day to day? You know, you're you're coming Mm -hmm. in. Basically to practice every day, yeah, and work out and, and certain things. So what was that like? It wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't really that much of like a big deal because like I knew, like a good like eighty percent of the team mm-hmm. because of Matthew and Mikey, obviously, and like the parties we went to. Matt Fern, I knew Matt Fern. I obviously knew Nick. I knew Nathan. So like it wasn't really that much of like. Uh, of a struggle meeting you like people because I already knew them. Yeah, you already knew most, and most of them already knew you. Exactly, as well. exactly. They heard good things about me because like <laughs> I'm funny. You get me? Like yeah. I'm like the light when yeah. it's like dark. You get me? Mm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, you're the guy to bring some funny joy to the bad exactly. situations when they happen. Exactly, exactly. So everyone knew. Oh, Brandon. If I go to Westwood, like a good like ten kids, twenty kids know me. Yeah. Because they heard about me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, you're always in a good mood, man. That's always. something I never really thought about. You are always in a pretty good mood. Always, but I'm always serious in the same way, same yeah, time. But that's just your personality, you know. I feel that, um, and if you're mad about something, you just won't be there. No, I wouldn't even associate myself with any, like, negativity at all. Yeah. Like, I'll obviously, like, tell them, oh, what's up? Like, why are you doing this and that? You get me? Yeah. Because I don't understand because, like, there's some people that are just, like, so, like, I don't know, negative, mm-hmm. and they bring negativity out that I don't understand. And I call people out on that. Yeah, and then something happens, and no, re- nothing happens. Um, all those people always deny everything. Mm. Give me an example. Give me an example of when you you called something out that you didn't like, and then that situation happened. I can't remember because it's so little. Yeah, it doesn't register with you. It doesn't stay with you. No, it doesn't. I don't dwell on negativity. I just like if I, I like I don't dwell on it because I block myself out of those people's lives. You get me? Like they don't matter. I don't text them. I don't call them anymore. Hmm. If they call me, I answer. That's about it. But I never reach out anymore. Yeah. When it comes to the negative people. Hmm. Yeah, the the negative people in your life, man, that can have a big impact on on you as a person. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. Only want positive, positive people around me, motivate people around me. So I think like I think I'm in the right track. I have like a good mindset. I think no, and for I'm sure, gonna keep man. on with it. Yeah, and and the important thing is is to keep on growing as a person. Have your friends around you growing. This is one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast. Because imagine if if I never did this podcast, we would have never had this conversation. You know, I, I wouldn't have had all these other conversations with motivating people that I look up to. You know, they look up to me. We motivate each other. And, and I remember we had like a sit down little party, like just our closest friends and just talking, talking about like the close people talking about, oh, we should like talk about 
this and that just as friends and make it like a YouTube video about it and we can like just talk as friends and look at me now we're talking like a couple months later yeah no I mean it's it's pretty awesome because like let's say in the future we're friends and yeah. we have kids like way down the line you know whatever our kids are gonna be able to see us have a conversation when we were 21 22 yeah you know like how weird is that like like imagine you had a conversation um of your dad with one of his best buddies back in the day that would be weird dude that would be insane (laughs) you know that this stuff didn't exist you know so it's just Mm -hmm. like a cool thing to have stored and saved and i mean i'm not expecting to get famous over it you know i I really just want to have a good time with friends good conversation Mm -hmm. and i think that people are gonna like get to like the relationships that we all have with each other you know exactly yeah eventually i'm hoping to get some more microphones get a nicer table bigger table in here you know, watch yeah. games, watch fights. You know, I know you're a big fight fan. We can watch fights and commentate over yeah. it. <laughs> that would be funny. What do you think about the upcoming fights? What are you, are you excited about anything? Um, there's a boxing fight I think coming in January. I don't, I don't know. It's Ryan Garcia and so. Oh really? You know Ryan Garcia? Right? I know Ryan Garcia. Yeah, I don't know much. I don't know he was fighting either. Yeah, he's fighting, and I think Conor McGregor is fighting Conor too. Conor McGregor is so. fighting. Yeah, in January. When? January too. Yeah. Against, Against who? Dustin Poirier. Yeah, Poirier. Yeah. That's gonna be a good fight, man. We we should commentate over that. <laughs> <laughs> we could definitely watch it. Chill here, watch it. You know, yeah. maybe we'll run a little podcast. Yeah, It'll be exactly. fun, bro. Yeah, it's fun to do things like, cause when when we're just talking here as friends, you know, like the conversation is so different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish we remembered, you know, cause we don't even remember what we say most no. times, man. Like. We'll be it here. just comes so easy, you get me? Yeah. So we're just flowing. Yeah, and so it's going to be a little different having the setup and stuff. Exactly. But it's still going to flow, man. Yeah. And that's why we're doing one-on-one podcasts first, so everyone gets to know our relationship one-on-one, everyone else's relationship one-on-one, and then we all come together, and they know who these people are. Mm-hmm. You know, and if they want to go back and get to know them, they can go back and get to know them. But um, I'm happy you're doing this, bro. I'm happy yeah. you like it. You know, yeah, I I like it. I like it. Yeah, we were a little bit nervous at first to yeah, start, but bit, we got yeah. into it and we did a good job. Because I'm not really focused on the camera; I'm more focused on our conversation. That's the best part about it. Mm-hmm. We're just talking, bro. It's just yeah. you and me. Exactly. You know, that's all it is. Yeah. So good luck to you, man. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for being here, bro. No, thank you for inviting me. It was a good time, and this won't be the last you see of Brandon Falcon. Thank you, everyone, thank for you. watching, and uh, tune in on the next one.